At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go paper-tarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is the Green Zone. Oh my! He is the fattest man in the NFL! This is the Green Zone with Dave Ross and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back alongside West Reynolds, I am Dave Ross. This is our number two of the Green Zone here in week number nine. Our number one has not gone very well for the Dallas Cowboys they are down 13 nothing at home, and the Broncos moving it again. Yeah, hasn't gone well for the Cincinnati Bengals either. By the way, let's get back to Denver-Dallas. Denver now minus 4.5, 46.5 at BetMGM. Hasn't gone well for the Cincinnati Bengals either. Maybe uh, OBJ Whoa. being let go opens the way for DPJ. Donovan Peoples-Jones, 60-yard touchdown pass. All Browns early, 21-7. And it looks like they just got another turnover of Joe Burrow. Right now, let's go back out to Ian McMillan, uh, watching the Falcons and the Saints to get the feel for this game. And what are you observing right now, Ian? I tell you what, guys, time is a flat circle because I've been covering these Falcons games and it seems like every single week the first half is the exact same. Uneventful, kind of boring football, and I'm sure things are probably going to open up in the second half like they usually do, but the Saints are shooting themselves in the foot quite a bit. They've gotten in field goal range a few times, not walking away with any points. One time they got three 
uh, almost back-to-back penalties, pushed them back 25 yards. The next drive, they got in field goal range, tried to go for it on fourth and three, and got stopped. So this, this Saints offense with Trevor Simeon, a quarterback, is not looking good. They're going to have to change some things and get some kind of explosiveness to us to it because they've been shut down by this subpar Falcons defense so far. So uh, other than that, not much to report. Uh, Falcons do seem like they are starting to move the ball a little bit, though. Can I give Ian some credit there with that time as a flat circle? Quote Nietzsche <laughs> on this program here. The doctrine of eternal recurrence here. How about that? Well done by Ian McMillan there. And by the way, I am with him on the Atlanta Falcons and Saints currently minus two and a half, minus a dollar thirty, twenty nine and a half at the total on BetMGM. See what the the sad part is. I thought he was quoting True Detective. I it was know. used in True Detective. I didn't know that yes. that was Nietzsche. Uh, right now, this shows you that I'm not really a literary person per se. Uh, right now, I believe we're going to go back to Sean Green watching the Browns and the Bengals. And Sean, my goodness. Time is a flat circle, I guess, for Joe Burrow. Turnovers here for the Cincinnati offense continuing. Yeah, I mean, the turnovers are really an issue. And in the words of uh, Matthew McConaughey, the uh, Cleveland Browns look all right, all right. <laughs> they uh, up 21 to 7 here uh, on our podcast this week. Not to tout too much, but we were all over a Baker Mayfield revenge game and Ooh. not necessarily revenge against the Bengals, but revenge against. Uh, Odell Beckham and all his uh, chirping there, his dad putting out the highlight reel of incomplete passes. It felt like a real statement game for Mayfield. We're seeing that early, and the turnovers are certainly making it easier for the Browns and uh, Mayfield. All right, so, so far, yeah, it looks like they're primed to get more points right now. They have a second and four deep in uh, Cincinnati territory. That last turnover, of course, Jamar Chase with the fumble yeah. after the completion against uh, Boy, what Burrow. a script that has been flipped here. Browns now minus 14 and a half. Whoa. Obviously, that's baked in that they are in Cincinnati territory. But look, remove the OBJ distraction. Maybe there's something to that. And all of a sudden, Cleveland, uh, you know, still not perfectly healthy on the offensive line. Nope. But a lot of the skill positions guys are back now. Nick Chubb's been back. For a couple games, and you're seeing it materialize right now as they'll have a third and one, 21 to seven, just five minutes left to go in the first half. Let's go back out to Danielle Alvarez. She is watching right now the Texans and the Dolphins, and it looks like the, the Dolphins had some opportunities, Danielle, to put some separation between them and the Texans, but I guess when you're both one and seven, that's hard to do. Yeah, absolutely it is. Uh, the Texans obviously had to settle for a field goal as we see here now. The score at 7-3. to three. Uh, The live line I'm seeing right now on BetMGM has the Texans plus 4.5, so it's kind of recovered down from that 7.5. Uh, but again, I think we're going to see a back and forth here. Two equally just not fun to watch teams. So uh, <laughs> I wouldn't blame you again if you did grab that 7.5 earlier. I don't know if I mentioned this to you guys at the start, but I actually have uh, the Dolphins in one of my teasers tied up with the Rams, so I just need them to win this game. Ooh. That's all I'm really cheering for here. Okay. And Jalen Waddle for my fantasy. I like that. And and, and so I, I was a backer of the Dolphins, too, uh, early in the week before I knew all the quarterback chaos. Because, and that's why we had a disparity in a lot of the contests. One major contest here had it 6.5 Dolphins. Four and a half uh, in another, and that's basically what it closed here with uh, some of the health concerns with Miami is they are going to have to punt on fourth and 12. Currently, Miami Dolphins minus four and a half even money, 41 and a half the total at BetMGM. Hey, life for the Panthers because their defense again comes up with a, a key stop. Let's see if their offense can take advantage from more on that. Let's go back out to Nate Jacobson. Nate, what was the latest turnover here for the pa- uh, Panthers defense? Yeah, and I know we just talked about uh, the narrative in that Browns game with uh, Odell Beckham Jr. not there anymore, and it maybe Baker Mayfield could break through, which looks like he's doing. But we have a little bit of a re- actual revenge here with Stephon Gilmore getting an interception against his former team. 
in uh, around midfield, and now the Panthers are driving. They currently have a second and four, and the Patriots' 28-yard line. So the Panthers look like they're in business, although their offense hasn't really done much today. So maybe they're in field goal range now. Maybe they can get a touchdown as we have about five minutes left. It's almost like Stephon Gilmore knows the playbook for oh. the New England Patriots. He clearly does. Uh, seven to three, by the way, as Nate points out, uh, minus three and a half for the Patriots. Just about six minutes left to go. Carolina is driving. Also a reminder, Christian McCaffrey is back today. Now, the use they said, Matt Rule said throughout the week it was going to be a limited usage, but uh, Carolina trying to get points on the board here for the end and a half. And I just wonder if P.J. Walker might be in play at some point in this football game if Sam Darnold cannot get things going here. So we'll see uh, if he can gut this one out and try to get their uh, get a, their first touchdown of the day as they are trailing right now 7-3. to three. Okay, let's go back out to Will Hill. He is watching the Raiders and the Giants, and it's an interesting tussle right now. About four minutes ago before halftime. Will, what do you make of what you've seen so far in this first half? Yeah, it was interesting. Giants go right down the field, score a touchdown first drive. Eight of the Raiders, before you can blank uh, answer, 7-7. Really not a lot since. They stripped Daniel Jones, turned it into a short field goal um, on a short field. Since then, it, it's been not a lot. We're about four minutes left in the half. 10-7, the Giants are driving. Uh, if you have access to live props, they are feeding Devontae Booker. It's clear the Raiders' pass rush uh, is in the Giants' head. They're getting the ball out quickly to him, handing it off to him. A lot of screen passes. He's already got 10 carries for 50 yards. He's got three receptions. So uh, if you can get in on some of the over for Booker props, that might be a way to play it. But right now we're right on the number. Giants here with a fourth down, probably going to kick the field goal here. Gano's a pretty good kicker. So looks like it'll be 10-10. Raiders getting the ball with a few minutes left in the half. So um, kind of no blood either way, right where we were uh, from the start with, with the total, with the, I'm sorry, with the spread. About to be a 10-10 game, I would think. And, uh, you know, should come down to the wire. To Will's point, by the way, Devontae Booker, 13 carries for 78 yards already. Three uh, sacks already for the Raiders, two from Ngakwe as Daniel Jones going to leave the field. Graham Gano going to come on and try to tie this up with about four minutes left to go in the first. Half. Okay, so let's see if they can get uh, the, that tying game. They do. It's 10 all right now, as you mentioned, with Graham Gano. It uh, looks like the Cowboys, with just outside of the two-minute warning, they're trailing 16 nothing, and they've got a third down deep in their own territory. But you hate to say you need to get points before the half. But again, those three points that they eschewed mm-hmm. when it was 0-0, mm-hmm. and I say it every week in this program. Let's go back out to AAA, uh, Anthony Armstrong. Because uh, AAA, I just said, boy, kick that field goal. Feel better about yourself. You're up 3 nothing. Maybe that change, changes the whole tone and tenor. But right now, it's all going with the guys in orange. Yeah, it definitely is. And Dak Prescott just suffered a, a sack on second down, so they're going to be facing another third down. They're not doing so hot. Uh, Dallas is not doing so hot on third down right now. And Zeke uh, Elliott is on the sideline. He's kind of gimpy, so we may not be back in the game. So if you're going to have uh, Tony Pollard if you're on your fantasy football team, he's on my bench. He's about <laughs> to get a lot of action. Not sure what's going on with Zeke. That's something that they're going to evaluate further at halftime. Uh, but down 16-0. Uh, Kellen Moore and that offense is probably going to have to throw out that playbook here in a little bit and just start focus on moving the ball downfield, converting on third downs, and probably passing the ball a little bit more uh, right now since they're down 16-0. But six and a half is the spread. It's hurting for Dallas. Uh, This is a key drive. Finishing the half and how they start the half is going to be huge for them. Very quickly, uh, Triple A, to that point, because, again, a lot of people are going to say no matter how this game turns out, all the three points in the first quarter and the second drive when it's scoreless, that doesn't really matter. You understand what I mean about taking a lead, feeling better about yourself, 
instead of forcing the issue as the Cowboys seem to be doing early. And it feels like it comes back to bite football teams when they press a little bit uh, on, the, on the early going. Are you picking up what I'm putting down there? No, I'm right there with you because if, if I'm on the sideline, I'm thinking, you know, half, the, half of that, that team is thinking, why didn't we just take the points? Yeah. And then the second time it comes around, you're like, why didn't we take the points? You know, so now you're giving the Denver team a little bit more energy, right? Those guys are thinking, hey, man, we can stop these guys. We can beat them. And they have a talented defense. I mean, Patrick Sertain, he's he's blanketing Amari Cooper. Uh, you've got Kareem Jackson flying around. Justin Simmons is causing havoc. Dallas isn't really having any control on offense in this game. They're facing a really tough challenge. And the fact that they tried to hurry up and step on their throat early uh, it's not really paying out for them. The whole time, basically, the theme is switched. Right. This is a completely different game now. What is Dallas made of is going to be going to be on on display in the second half. I see that, and that's the whole thing. It's like, look, I I get the analytics, but if it, you don't need a coach, if you're just going to follow a book, you need a coach to understand the feel of of how games play out sometimes. And I think right now, sometimes coaches, Mike McCarthy, is a very highly analytical coach these mm-hmm. days, which is crazy to say. But he grades on the higher end of the spectrum. Sometimes it goes away. Sometimes you don't have to always follow the book, Coach. Well, and I mean, it's easy to say with Dallas with no points on the board right now that the problem is offense. Problem is also defense for these guys, giving up 6.7 yards of play. And look, Dallas's defense, they live a little bit off turnovers. When they turn you over, like Trevon Diggs, everybody's been saying, oh, man, this guy, and he may end up winning the defensive rookie of the year, but he can get beaten coverage like he did on that second touchdown for Denver. So 16 to nothing, Denver over Dallas. Denver minus six and a half. 44 and a half at BetMGM. Okay, a Hail Mary by Dak. It really goes unanswered. They're going to have to punt the football away with about a minute 47 to go in the half. Still down 16 nothing. Another turnover, it looks like, for the Bengals. We'll see if that held or not. We're back right here. It's the Green Zone on Vison, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, 
Those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. VEASAN mid-season football special is here. For only $99, you get everything VEASAN has to offer from now to the end of the NFL playoff. Daily best bet emails, 24-7 video streaming, betting splits for every sport, point spread weekly, plus in-depth data and analysis at VEASAN.com and the upcoming College Hoops betting guide. This is a great deal at only $99 for the rest of the football season. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. It is week number nine of the National Football League and right now the Broncos under 30 seconds to go before the end of halftime or the end of the first half. 16 nothing and trying to get more. We had a turnover in Miami as Houston's trying to get points and Atlanta trying to get more points before they hit zeros at the first and half. And it, it looks, looks like, like the did. arms are being thrown up here. Atlanta's dominating this game, and I'm on the Falcons. I was saying they need to get seven here. Has been ruled a touchdown. We'll see if uh, that goes up to a booth review. Matt Ryan been very efficient today, 13-7 for 169. But... As usual on an NFL Sunday, Dave, we seem to have quarterback injuries, and it looks like we have one in Jackson. So let's go back to Arthur Arcus. He is watching this game. What happened with Trevor Lawrence? And we, the last report we heard, Arthur, is he's going back to the to the uh, locker room. What's the latest that you know there? Yeah, guys, first overall pick is uh, indeed back in the locker room. C.J. Beathard warming up and about to enter this uh, 6-6 tie late in the first half. Uh, it was a Jerry Hughes bull rush uh, into the offensive lineman who pushed. Uh, he was walked back into Trevor Lawrence's uh, periphery and then kind of landed awkwardly on his right ankle. Um, so he was clearly in pain, down, kind of writhing and grabbing at that ankle. And again, he's back in the uh, in the locker room now. Up until now, the big shock has been that these two teams have looked so evenly matched, uh, believe it or not. But uh, needless to say, it's a big step down from the top overall pick to C.J. Beathard. No, that was a good spot there, Arthur, because it was Jerry Hughes bull rushing into Walker Little, the rookie, the second-round pick at left tackle for the Jaguars. And look, that's the thing with Trevor Lawrence. you got young guys around you, and you got a first-round or basically a rookie at left tackle. Jerry Hughes, an experienced rusher, got into him, and I believe uh, Little actually stepped on Lawrence's ankle, and as we said, he has been taken to the locker room. Bill's now minus 10.5, even money, with about three minutes left to go in the first half. Okay, under two minutes to go in the Meadowlands. The Raiders trying to get points before the end of the first half there as it is still tied up at 10. It looked like the Texans... At a field goal, but it looks like a delay of game might wipe that three points off the board. Let's go back out to Danielle Alvari. It's getting kind of, boy, it's been an ugly game, Danielle. I don't know how else to, to sugarcoat it here. Turnovers everywhere we look. It looks like this three points is coming off the board. They're going to have to re-kick this one. Yeah, Dave, I'm actually having such a bad time that I'm trying to find another bet to make here, even though I already have the Dolphins in my teaser. And I'm really <laughs> glad you guys came to me right now because I think you just stopped me from betting an under here. I'm seeing it around 40, even 39 and a half in some spots. So uh, 
I think this is a, a very, very under game, if you will. We've only got 10 points here with about four and a half minutes left in the first half here. Tons of penalties on both sides of the ball. Nothing super exciting. I mean, if you look at the stat lines on both sides, it's pretty even. Third downs, first downs, um, offensive plays, everything. I mean, the Texans are running the ball a little bit better, but I don't know if that's actually working out to their benefit so far. It, and again, at least right now, seven to six, as they do, do get that field goal, Danielle, you're still hanging in there for your uh, Miami money line play in your contest. So we'll see if they can hold on. But this is an ugly football game. Yeah, Houston uh, had a delay a game, uh, the field goal that took it off the board, but they get a second chance guy, Fairbairn, good from 40 yards. So seven to six now, Miami, minus three and a half at BetMGM, 39 and a half, the current total. And I just look up and I see Lamar Jackson getting picked and the Vikings taking it deep back into. Baltimore territory. Well, this is we see some shocking quarterback play uh, so far today. And Joe Burrow, I think, is one in Cincinnati. When you see that ninety-nine yard, it really flipped the whole that whole uh, first half there, twenty-four to seven. Is Cleveland still up? Let's go back to Mike Wobbshaw and and Mike. Boy, we kind of expected maybe the Ravens to have more opportunities to score with the depletion uh, because of COVID situation in that Viking secondary. But so far, they are standing up and being accounted for. Yeah, really, Lamar Jackson in, inside the pocket trying to throw the ball has not looked good. Lots of overthrows and under four, underthrows. He's 6 of 14 for 56 yards. He's thrown a pick. Ravens offense just doesn't look good. This game started fast and furious, guys. 17 points in the first three possessions. The Vikings were averaging 11.5 yards per play. But since then, we've had five punts, only five total first downs. So this, the pace of this game, the scoring is really slowed down. They're not going to get over the first half total of 25 and a half. The Vikings will cover and will win uh, the first half as underdogs. And they're going to be in good position to win this game outright as we uh, approach halftime here. You know, they always say every single coach kind of uses this. I remember this being in Indianapolis with Tony Dungy all those years, next man up, next man up. Everybody uses it. Well, this time it came to fruition. It was Cam Bynum that did Ooh. get that interception from Minnesota. By Pretty. the way, a rookie playing in place of Harrison Smith, who is now on that COVID list, uh, returned at 27 yards. So Minnesota is in the red zone, 137 left to go. Okay, so again, we said that the Raiders are driving right now before the half, about 30 seconds to go there. The Patriots are also driving the football against Carolina, up 7-6. So we'll keep a watchful eye on those games. But I believe right now... We're going to go back out. Where are we going to go? We're go well, back I think out we're to going Ian. to Ian down in New Orleans. We are now at halftime in the Superdome. And we did get that late touchdown by the ATL. So, Ian, to your point earlier, uh, it does feel like the Falcons have control, and now it might match on the, on the scoreboard, not just with the vibe of the game that you've been watching. Yeah, as I predicted at the start of the game, Matt Ryan's having a pretty solid game here against the Saints defense. Just a clinical drive there right at the end of the half to get uh, score the first touchdown of the game, 10-0. They're now four-and-a-half-point live favorites at Bet MGM at halftime. The t- over-under right now, the live total, is at 30-and-a-half. So it was already closed at a low total. I think I want to say it was 42, if memory serves correct. All the way down to 30-and-a-half. If I were to live bet this game at halftime, I would have to go with the over. Uh, both offenses... Did move the ball, but a couple times they sh- they shot themselves in the foot, especially the Saints offense. The Saints are going to score a little bit in the second half. Uh, and the way the Falcons are moving the ball, I am sure that they will again as well. So if I'm looking at a halftime bet, 
I got to I got to like the over at 30 and a half. And not a shocker guys that maybe Trevor Simeon not very sharp in his first start I believe. Last week was his first action since 2019 when he came in in relief of Jameis Winston and look Credit to Sean Payton and credit to Simeon for his play. But when you come off the bench, it's like, okay, it's a different mindset than when you're like the guy as the starter. It's like, oh, God, now I got to be the starter here. Five of 11 for 34 yards in the first half for Trevor Simeon. And look, Atlanta's dominating this game. If you, if you really look at it, they're averaging six yards a play. Saints are averaging 4.7. I'm not, I'm not in disagreement with the end. I would be looking maybe at a second half over there, mm-hmm. too, because – Sean Payton's one of those few coaches I trust that's maybe going to scheme something up and find a way to manufacture some offense. But nevertheless, very good start for Atlanta. Also a very good start for Denver in Big D. 16 to nothing. Broncos leading the Cowpokes. Let's go back out to AAA. Anthony Armstrong, who's been watching this game here. Boy, the Cowboys haven't been shut out in a half since uh, 2019, but they did get, just get shut out. Hey, Denver still has a good defense, even though they don't have Von Miller. But really... Anthony, what do the what do the Cowboys have to do? I can't believe I'm going to say this to get back into this game in the second half. Um, well, they're going to have to start by converting on third downs. They have to stay on the field. Their defense has been horrendous. I mean, giving up 6.7 yards per play. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater is 12 for 16 for 154 yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then the, they also have 96 yards rushing. Denver has done whatever they wanted to do, and they imposed their will on this Dallas defense. Uh, if they want to get, if Dallas wants to get back into this thing, number one, you have to score touchdowns. Number two, you have to stop this Denver offense from getting the ball, moving the ball down the field. I mean, Javante Williams, uh, Trayvon Diggs has a quit committing penalties. We're starting to see what type of player he really is. He, he likes to jump. He's an aggressive guy. He likes to be handsy on receivers, and they're taking advantage of that. Um, so Dallas really has to get their A game going ASAP if they want to get back into this one. Okay, so we'll see if the Cowboys can get some life down 16 nothing at the half, almost to the half. In uh, it is going to the half right now in the Meadowlands. The Raiders do have a 13 to 10 lead that they will take in a halftime. It looks like the Patriots, Hunter Henry just got a touchdown from Mac Jones, so they've got some separation against the Panthers, 14 to six. Six. But let's go back out to Will Hill, who has the Raiders and the Giants. And the Raiders look like Derek Carr missed one there for a potential for six, but they had to settle for three. Yeah, four points. They really just left off the board there for the Raiders. Really had a chance at 10-10 to dominate the middle eight that we always talk about. Lombardi always talks about it. Wes, I know you mentioned it too. Uh, 10-10, tied with the ball. They get the ball to start the second half. Man, if you could have put up a touchdown there and then scored uh, out of the gate, you could have really put this game away, made it you know 20-10, 24-10 without the Giants touching the ball. But not the case. 13-10 at the half, keeping the Giants in the game. Uh, obviously, the, the first drive of the second half is going to be huge. You know, with this Giants offense, you don't want to get behind 10 points. So uh, 13 to 10 Raiders at the half, three and a half, uh, the in-game total here. Probably, you know, probably just a pass for me. Uh, like I said, so much is going to come down at the first drive here with the Raiders. If you're on the Giants here, you're really worried about falling behind more than one score. Yeah, it's going to be basically what it was pre-flop. And by the way, flipping back to that Denver-Dallas Dallas now minus eight and a half for the second half at BetMGM. Total is 25 for the second half. So adjusted number 41 on that total between Denver, Dallas. But it's been all the guys in orange. Unbelievable. And right now, it looks like the Bengals are going to try to get three before the end of the first half. They are down 24 to seven in a game. A lot of turnovers there. A messy first half for the Bengals at home. A lot of messy performances here from the home teams so far today. Come on back. It's the Green Zone right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network.
Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit VEASAN.com to check the current betting splits data. This new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for money line over-unders and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way VEASAN is here to make you a smarter better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. This is week number nine of the NFL. we got some points right there before the half from Miami as they're going to take a 10-6 lead over Houston. Yeah, still a minute eight left there on there, and Houston's going to have two timeouts. But the big momentum shifter maybe to get the Ravens back in the game, Lamar Jackson throws it up for grabs. But there was pass interference on Xavier Woods. It's a new day. Yes, it is. Uh, Xavier Woods, of course, the king of the ring winner in in WWE. So now it's 17-3. Ravens going to have first and goal at the Minnesota Five with just uh, actually no timeouts left, and now they are in the end zone. So Ravens at least right back in that game. So now it is going to go over Devontae Freeman, by the way, the recipient of that touchdown. Right now, let's go out to Nate Jacobson watching the Patriots and the Panthers. We saw the Patriots get a touchdown just before the end of the first half. So, Nate, if you're playing anything in the second half, what might you suggest? Yeah, that's a good question, Dave, because I do have Panthers plus three and a half from before the game. I also had first half under, which came through, so I might just kind of hope that the Panthers come back. But it's not looking promising. They have 2.8 yards per play. Both their field goals that they scored were off Mac Jones turnovers, one a fumble and one an interception. But other than that, the Patriots offense has come to life. Mac Jones just kind of game managing as they're getting all the running backs involved with Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson, and Brandon Bolden. So pretty good stuff from the Patriots at the uh, end of the first half with a touchdown from Mac Jones to Hunter Henry on third down to take that 14-6 lead. But right now, I don't think I'm going to double down on the Carolina Panthers because Sam Darnold, four for 11, passing the first half. And Dave, you mentioned maybe they go to P.J. Walker eventually. Wouldn't be surprised because Darnold doesn't look right, although he hasn't even played well this season, even when healthy. And that's exactly what I was thinking kind of all week when we were reading the tea leaves that Sam Darnold was banged up, even though he got back out of concussion protocol with that dinged up shoulder and just quite frankly the way he's played I thought PJ Walker might be the better alternative let's mm-hmm. see if they make a change here uh at halftime before they they kick off to start off the third quarter uh the Bengals got a, a little bit of life I guess at the end of the first half with a field goal here uh let's go back out to Sean Green with that before we kick off in the third quarter but Sean really the mistake by Joe Burrow at the first drive of this game feels like it flipped that whole first half Yeah, I mean, instead of a touchdown for the Bengals, it's a 99-yard pick six the other way for the Browns. That does seem to be the difference in the game right now. Browns up 24-10, continuing to get a ton of pressure on Burrow, taking some shots on Burrow. If you're looking to bet the uh, Bengals in the second half, I I think the fact that Greedy Williams uh, is out for the Browns, his return is questionable. That could be interesting as they look to uh, get the passing game going. Burrow does have 199 yards passing in the first half, but only 10 points to show for it. Okay, so we'll see how that second half plays out. But a big hill to climb here for the Bengals. Yeah, back second half one. number right now at BetMGM. It's now Cleveland, or excuse me, Cincinnati, minus three and a half, minus a dollar twenty. Total now up to 24 and a half, but it opened 24. And then once it goes to 24 and a half, it is getting juiced a little bit to the under. So a possible middle opportunity if you're on the over for this game at 47 and a half. Adjusted total right now is going to make it uh, 58 and a half. So a little bit of a middle there if you want to go with that second half under. And it is finally going to the half in Baltimore. So again, first half over does end up cashing here for the Vikings uh, as they give up a late score to Baltimore. Uh, so 17-10. 
is going to be your halftime score. Let's go back out to Mike Wobbeshaw. Wobby, it looked like, you know, the Vikings get the, the turnover, but they can only get three, and then you kind of throw it up and get that uh, P.I. for the Ravens to get seven. All of a sudden, a little bit tighter than I think we thought it might be at the half. Yeah, guys, I mean, this the scoring here started off really hot early in the half. Then it sort of cooled off for the bulk of the first half and then picked up here at the end. So it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out. It wouldn't surprise me if this game winds up being an over type of game, which we thought it would be before it started. I, I kind of see the makings of that here. And we've talked about this before with other games and with Vikings games, but the Vikings should really be up by more than seven points in this game. So even though they're big underdogs and they're up big at half, it's kind of one of those deals where the Ravens played so poorly that to only be up by seven points right now, to your point, Dave, um, is probably a little bit concerning. I think Mike Zimmer will have some things that he's going to want to correct. And I think there are some opportunities the Vikings missed here in the first half. But you're right, this game does go over in the first half. The Vikings, of course, outright winners of the half as underdogs. Going to be interesting to see how this plays out. I still like the over in this game if you want to jump in with an in-game play. Yeah, that is a very odd end of that first half for mm-hmm. Minnesota. Really could have taken command there, but let uh, Baltimore back in. Hey, this is kind of what happens with the Vikings. This is why you're right now under 500. Sometimes those teams can't put away teams when they have the opportunity to do so. I want to see if we can get back out to Danielle Alvare here in a, in a moment because it, right before the end of the half here, a bizarre play yeah. by Tyrod Taylor where it looked like he literally just threw the football up for grabs before going out of bounds. Yeah, he had just taken a sack, so it was second and 18, and then Taylor was running out of bounds and just kind of like chucked it, but, and it was Akins who got two feet down for the Dolphins. Now Dolphins just outside the red zone with the chance for more. And let's go back out to Danielle because uh, I was watching this, Danielle, thinking, what is he doing? What was he thinking on that pick? Uh, I have no idea what he's thinking. I'm thinking that uh, maybe he's gotten sacked three times, uh, five hits. He's been under pressure. It's his first game back, and he's just not having a very good time right now. He's just straight up not having a good time. Uh, So I I don't know what else to say besides are we just looking at some rust here with Terod? Because definitely not looking good under pressure right now. And uh, I did jump in on the under, by the way, so I have something exciting for the second half, all right. under forty was the number I got. You've you've got action uh, I, again. We're watching that replay, Danielle, and I, I'm just thinking, Tyrod Taylor. You, you know, when you start, you expect that from Davis Mills. Mm-hmm. You don't expect that from Tyrod Taylor. Yeah, that was a bad play because Baker and and look, nice play by Baker, just being Johnny on the spot, having your head up, gets the ball and keeps two feet in, kind of tiptoes that sideline like Miami. Could go up two scores here with the touchdown. Still plenty of time, 45 seconds to go, and a timeout. By the way, we are at halftime in Jacksonville. All six is on the board. Uh, we did have NFL history, actually. Uh, Josh Allen sacked Josh Allen. Whoa. So, uh, Allen on Allen crime there, but all tied at six. Uh, Arthur Arkish has the update on that. Arthur, I saw a notice that Trevor Lawrence's return to the game. Was that notice mistaken? <laughs> Back in the ball game, C.J. Beathard and, and Dan Arnold actually did a wonderful job just to get some more points before half, only to have Carlos Hyde fumble in the red zone. Buffalo takes over, unable to do anything. Frankly, guys, I think Buffalo just relieved to get to the tunnel, know that they have the ball coming out of half. They're laying only seven and a half now. Uh, but this has not been pretty. It has been bizarre. You know that Spider-Man meme where the two Spider-Mans yes. are looking at each other? 
that was this first half. But look at the records of these two clubs. That's got to be awfully concerning for the Buffalo Bills right now. Yeah, again, and uh, great update there, Arthur, because we saw this last week where they slept walk through the first half against Miami, then looked a little bit more like the Bills late to get a late cover, but really never felt like they were in complete right. control. And the same feeling again. So if you're Sean McDermott, you got to go, hey, guys, let's wake yeah, up. Yeah, it feels like they're sleepwalking a little bit through what's a soft part of the schedule. And that's why I think the Bills are the favorite right now in the AFC. And that's why I like them because I saw this schedule before the season. Buffalo, by the way, getting the support for the second half, as you would expect. Yeah. Minus seven, minus $1.20 at BetMGM, 23 and a half the second half total. But you look at the stats, this is very even in this game. Uh, Buffalo, very sloppy early. And, uh, Houston uh, also sloppy oh, now. Boy. Matt Collins gets in the end zone for Miami. A bad turnover by Tyrod Taylor. Miami makes him pay for it. Now up double digits going into the half. Yeah, that's that's a uh, huge flip there. So PAT pending 16-6 to six right now. So let's see if they can make that an 11-point lead at the half. It looks like the Cowboys might have gotten a stop against the Broncos, which was really hard for the Cowboys to do in the first half. So the Broncos will be punting after their first drive of the third quarter. And a couple more second-half lines to get you updated just a couple minutes before they return. Cincinnati now minus 4, 25-and-a-half is the second-half total, down 24-10 to the Browns at halftime. Minnesota up 17-10 at halftime. Ravens minus 4 for the second half, 24-and-a-half is the second-half total. Okay, and the Cowboys just blocked the punt by the Broncos. But here's a bizarre situation. It was almost a first down for Denver. The blocked punt went forward, was mm-hmm. recovered by Denver, and they were running. It was a fourth and 14, and they were running almost for the first down. So, bizarrely, normally when you get that block, <laughs> it goes forward, it, or it goes backwards. It went forward off the foot somehow, but the Cowboys did get a tackle, and so they will take over deep in Denver territory. New life right now yeah, for the Cowboys. Yeah, special teams maybe can get them back in this game, by the way. That is 16 to nothing right now. No live line at BetMGM. We do have points for the first time yep. for New Orleans. 9.37 left to go. 41-yard field goal is good. So 10-3, to 3, Atlanta leads New Orleans. And the officials are talking about that very thing. Not that I'm a, uh, I'm not astute on, and maybe up on the rule book, but I do believe it is... It was recovered by Denver. You mm-hmm. can advance it, I do believe. Well, I, I think Dallas might have touched the football first, and that's why he was able to advance that. But nevertheless, looks like it's going to be Cowboy football at the Denver 19. All right, we'll get an update from Triple A at the other side of a very short break. It is the Green Zone. It is week number nine of the NFL. It's always crazy. Come on back. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Sportsbooks welcome you with the lock of the year. Simply place a $10 money on wager on any pro football game. And if the team scores a touchdown, you're going to win 200 bucks in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use the bonus code VEASAN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy football like never before with BetMGM special offers all season long. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the bonus code VEASAN200 to win 200 bucks in free bets. If any team simply scores a touchdown, eligibility restrictions to apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire in seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion offer not available in Mississippi or Nevada. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds here on the Green Zone on VEASAN. And we were talking about what was going on in Dallas with the block punt. And we're going to go back out to AAA, Anthony Armstrong, because Wes... I don't oh. know the rules, apparently. Well, to clarify, it, it was a Dallas touched the ball, so it's like treated as the same as a muff punt. It's a dumb rule. You know, bad rule, but right interpretation maybe of the rule, and that's kind of what you get in the NFL. Too many too many rules in this league anyway, but nevertheless, Denver gets to continue, and they are on the move again. Anthony Armstrong, I'm not happy with the uh, – I understand that we have to apply the rules properly, and it feels like the officials did this in this case. It's an awful rule. You, I mean, you blocked the punt – and then you're to discredit the team that does the dirty work of blocking the punt because of an obscure rule? What in the wild, wild world of sports is going on here? Man, see, that is one of those one of those one-off situations that special team coaches go over. And you think it's stupid, and you, you're like, Coach, why do we got to get away from the ball every time it's blocked? For that exact reason. you probably never see this again for the rest of your uh, football-watching career, folks, but... That was a crazy play. I mean, defense comes out, does exactly what they need to do. Dallas gets a stop on third down. Then the whole punt block situation, and now the Denver Broncos have just continued to drive the ball down the field. Um, it's getting rough out here, man. It's getting tough. Uh, one big thing to think about, though, Zeke is uh, on the sideline. He's questionable to return with a knee contusion. 
So that's going to put even more pressure on this Dallas offense. And the defense is just, they're not, they're looking like Swiss cheese right now. And, it's not looking good. And I got to think it's demoralizing because you, you get the stop on the first drive. You have the fourth and 14, you block the punt and at no fault because it was inadvertent. You don't know where the football is going to bound. It hits a Cowboy player, and somehow that becomes a live ball situation that the Broncos get. And this drive now is over six minutes here as it continues. And they've got a third down here deep in Dallas territory. So they're already set up for points, which would make this a three-score game. Yeah, right now, Denver minus 9.5, minus half on the total at BetMGM. All right, that's going to take me a long time to get over what just happened in Dallas. Because the game was completely going to flip, and then it flips back because of bad luck. And now the Broncos are firmly in control. Uh I would say the ugliest first half we've seen, Daniel Alvarez has had to watch it, and uh, so we apologize for that. But the Dolphins and the Texans, what, five turnovers in the first half, Danielle? Is that right? Yeah, it's just been an ugly game on both sides, and I actually thought it was really bold of the Texans to tweet out intermission right now as if this is a show worth watching. It's <laughs> definitely not. Uh, but very, very bold choice by them. I mean, Terod Taylor, 9 of 19 for 90 yards, two interceptions, passer rating at 21.7 right now. Just brutal. And the Texans are 0 for 3 in the red zone with six penalties for 45 yards. What about the Dolphins? Two for two in the red zone, zero penalties. So there's the distinction there. Uh is it that Jacoby Brissett is doing well, or is it that the Texans are beating themselves at this point? Oh, it, it, I think that's a, a great qu- a question that will be pondered by uh, historians for, for generations yes. to come. Because it, <laughs> it is an ugly football game. Denver did get three, so they have a 19 nothing. lead. By the way, Cowboys. Miami minus a half even money for the second half. 22 and a half is your total, so adjusted at 45 and a half. Dave, we got a lot of catching up to do because we have a lot of scoring here in the last couple minutes. Uh, Let's go right now out to Will Hill because the Raiders had that three-point lead at the half, but, Will, that lead is gone. What happened? Yeah, I'll make it quick because we got a lot going on for you guys. But like I said, uh, Raiders had a chance to dominate the middle eight. 10-10 ball game, driving before the half, had a chance to get a touchdown, settle for three. And this game might have just turned on that play and then the play after Uh, Coming out of the break, Xavier McKinney for the Giants, pick six. So now it's 17-13. The Raiders are driving. So uh, maybe a live over worth worth a look here. Looking like a back-and-forth game, kind of a weird game where both offenses started hot, kind of slowed down. But we got some points. Should be be a good game. If if you're holding Giants plus three, you're feeling good. Raiders minus one and a half on the live line. And they just missed a shot in the end zone, but they are looking good to put up some more points. Derek Carr might have got away with one there. That's something to make a note of if you're paying attention to this game pretty closely. By the way, Giants, I'll just give money line here. Giants minus 130 money line, even money on the Raiders. 52 and a half the current total at BetMGM Raiders, though, are in Giants territory. And we had a sudden change in Minnesota on the third quarter kickoff. And all of a sudden, we're going to go back out to Mike Wobeshaw with the particulars on that because, look, we've mentioned how the Vikings kind of gave away, squandered some chances at the end of the first half to really put their, their foot on the, uh, on the necks of the Ravens. But maybe they get a little blast of energy here to begin the third quarter, Wobby. They certainly did. The Vikings returned the opening kickoff of the second half, 98 yards for a touchdown to, um, to get the scoring off in a good way if you – hold an over ticket, which our friend Wes, I believe, does, and maybe many others do, too, after listening to us talk about it. We did feel this was an over game, and we hung on to that opinion even through a uh, hot and cold first half. Um, The halftime uh, break obviously did the Vikings well. They came out energized and returned that kick for a touchdown. So the scoring um, looks good right now. The Vikings have a pretty comfortable lead, and unless the Ravens 
do something significant to turn around their offensive performance, I think they're going to have a hard time catching up here. But that's just what I think. I've been wrong many times before, and the Vikings have played one-score games six out of seven times this year. So why would we think this is going to be a runaway win for the Vikings? Right. Yeah, so a lot of time left in Charm City here. It was Kenny Nwanwu, if I pronounce that right. He's a fourth-round pick out of Iowa State with that 98-yard kickoff return so very much earning his money here 24 to 10 by the way just 26 seconds into the third quarter and by the way the Raiders did convert a fourth and two Derek Carr on the read option no, how about that and it was Marcus Mariota it was Mariota got Mar- okay I was gonna say I've never seen Derek right. Carr run that play because we're looking around at all these monitors but nevertheless the drive continues for the Las Vegas Raiders as they are now I believe approaching the red zone Raiders now minus two and a half at BetMGM and let's go back out to Ian McMillan watching the Falcons and the Saints, and maybe the Falcons early in the third quarter uh, getting some separation from New Orleans. What's the latest there, Ian? Yeah, Falcons went down and and scored a touchdown. Matt Ryan has looked absolutely fantastic in this game. 18 for 23, 255 yards, a touchdown, and he just added a rushing touchdown, a rare Matt Ryan rushing touchdown to his stat sheet today. Guys, I've got to be honest. As a Falcons fan, Matt Matt Ryan continues to be one of the most underrated NFL quarterbacks. Nobody's been talking to him, and maybe rightfully so because the Falcons are 3-4 and heading into this game, but he's statistically having a fantastic season, and he's winning this game for the Falcons right now. You know, what Ian brings up is a really good point. I was actually having a conversation earlier this week. I was like, if you look at Matt Ryan, look, this Atlanta team is devoid of talent in certain positions. But if you look at Matt Ryan, every maybe about three or four games, he looks like every bit of that MVP that he was a few years ago. And this guy can still get it done because I think when you see that age, we see all these guys kind of regress when they get to that Mm -hmm. age. But Matt Ryan's still putting up good numbers, 17 to three right now. Atlanta leading New Orleans, minus 8.5, 31.5 on the total. Trevor Simeon still in at quarterback. Saints just have not been able to get anything consistently. And as I say that, here comes Uh-oh. Alvin Kamara. And I know Ian and I, we were talking about that second half total at 21. Did go up to 21.5. I believe there may be a flag on the play to wipe that off the board, though. Okay, so we'll keep an update on that. Let's go to Arthur Arkish very quickly. He is watching the Bills and the Jaguars. And, and Arthur, we saw a tweet that you had which you said basically uh, you, you've got a live bet that you like, and it involves Stefan Diggs. What is the play that you like there, sir? Uh, yeah, guys, so Stefan Diggs had a quiet first half, only 25 receiving yards, all came on one grab. Uh, it's, the over was 64 and a half at halftime. Um, that's just pretty I, – I expect this Bills offense to get cooking as it is here. They've converted on third and one near midfield, uh, trying to put points on the board to open up the second half. And that's just a number that's too low for Stephon Diggs. Could be cash in, in one play. So we'll see if we can uh, we can make it happen here. Okay, so, so far we're waiting, and Arthur is, according to his tweet, for the Bills offense to wake up and get something done. Speaking of waking up, the, the Ravens going for it at their own end on a fourth and two, and they're going to get it. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys had a third and one and a wide-open Amari Cooper – just drop the football, which would have been an easy first down into Denver territory. So they're going to go for it down 19 nothing. Boy, that game is bleeding out quickly. Only seven minutes to go here in the third quarter. So they've got a very important fourth and one. The Raiders right now deep in Jersey territory here. The Giants play in Jersey as Derek Carr tries to get them back in the lead. And it looks like they right now uh, might have to settle for something yeah. here. And the Cowboys... Do not get the fourth and one. And you mentioned about the Cowboys. Look, all the big favorites this afternoon, the three biggest favorites on the board in this early session, all down 
Baltimore down as a touchdown favorite. Cowboys, of course, were laying 10 at the close. New Orleans was laying six and a half, seven. They haven't gotten anything going. So uh, underdog's going to continue to do well, at least if it stays the same right now. Well, this is uh, something that's going on in Denver. So we'll see. Now they're going to have a short field inside Dallas territory after Cooper dropped the football. And then McCarthy decided to go for it on fourth and one, and they throw it, and they do not get it. And the Vegas uh, Raiders down by one right now. Come on back. It's VEASAN right here, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio.